two trips to Sydney today on the country. Coming up, our Aussie correspondent, Chris Russell. But now it's the turn of Angus Gidley Baird, Rabobank's senior animal proteins analyst. And talking about Aussie and Aussie correspondents, earlier in the week, Angus, I spoke to our US farming correspondent, Todd Clark, out of Lexington, Kentucky. And he was talking about record prices for beef in the States. How come theirs is so high and ours, I'm talking about Australasia, is falling out of bed? Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's a, a strange situation in the sense that um, we, we've got this global market which is confronted by large build-up of stocks and in many cases you know, increasing supply, but the US is doing its own thing. Um, it's got contracting supply and very strong demand and it's <laughs> we were talking off offline before it's almost like a jousting competition we've sailed straight past each other um haven't made contact on the way um and us is now yeah confronted by record high retail prices and very very strong cattle prices whereas australia and new zealand are, are looking at quite low or soft cattle markets and soft beef markets i, I did a quick number on on cattle prices. The US cattle prices at the moment for a finished steer over there are in US dollars per kilo, $4 a kilo. And putting the New Zealand North Island bull price into a US dollars per kilo, it's $2.14. So almost twice as much. I loved your mention of the jousting sticks. How much for the jousting sticks? Tell him he's dreaming. Do you love <laughs> Tell him he's dreaming, <laughs> Do you... Well, we should tell the Americans they're dreaming. In fact, we should be dreaming of sending uh, some beef or more beef over there. I know there are tariffs and all that to deal with there. Do you love The Castle? Is that the greatest Aussie movie of all time? Uh, I think it's a classic. It, I don't know if you could have possibly rolled any more uh, Australian sayings into <laughs> one movie. It's, uh, it's brilliant. OK, well, let's get back on track. Why aren't we sending more stuff to uh, to the States? And I'm talking about Australasia, Australia, New Zealand here. Is it because of the tariffs? Uh, well, no, it's, um, it's an interesting situation, though, because you look at the spread between that U.S. domestically produced lean trimmings, which is up over $2.90 U.S. a pound at the moment, and the imported Australian-New Zealand stuff is around $2.50. So it's a $0.60 cent spread, which is the highest we've seen since 2000 when the U.S. had um, a shutdown of plants because of COVID. And if you go beyond that, you've got to go back to that 2014 when they had this similar contractionary phase in play. So it is a bit strange. Um, there have been increased volumes. Uh, Australian volumes to the US in July were up were double what they were in July last year. Our volumes to the US so far year to date are up 60%. We've seen some increased volumes from New Zealand, but I think Australian cattle prices at the moment, again, going back to that comparison in the US dollars per kilo, Australia is sitting at about $1.93 compared to New Zealand $2.14. So I think the Australian price might be a little bit cheaper. That's probably seeing a little bit more volume go into that US market and probably not allowing New Zealand to send as much there at the moment. But you'd have to think, and, and we do believe at some stage that contraction in the US is going to really require them to increase their imports. And, and we are starting to see their imports lift. Angus Gidley Baird out of Rabobank's Sydney office. Angus, uh, the elephant in the room is obviously China. Um, what is, what's the old saying? Uh, if China sneezes, we catch a cold. And that's literally what's happened, not only to red meat prices, but obviously dairy prices as well. Yeah, yeah. And this is where we're talking, you know, two very different stories here. Um, you know, that US market is going gangbusters. The China and, and Asian markets are really struggling at the moment. They bought up a lot of stocks through the end of last year and the beginning of this year. 
um, in anticipation of coming out of COVID and things picking up again. Their first half imports into China were up 7% year on year, but that those sales just haven't materialised. So now we've got a large volume of stock in the system and they can't move it. Um, we can, we've seen their wholesale Chinese wholesale beef prices, both domestic and imported product, are down 23% year on year. So they're really trying to discount it to try and get it moving, but it's just full. Um, and and we're we're experiencing the same here in Australia. That just it's very difficult to get volumes being pushed into those markets at the moment. So and there's not a lot of uh, bright spots on the horizon. I, I think we'll we'll gradually see it recover, but it's it's not going to be like it was a couple of years ago. Are you a rugby union follower? I am indeed. <laughs> what do you reckon about Eddie's chances on the Rugby World Cup uh, or the Wallabies' chances? My slight chuckle is because I, I know New Zealand set the score from the New Zealand-South Africa game on the weekend, but I can't laugh too loud because the Australia-French game wasn't much better. Um, I don't know. It will be very interesting. Uh, I, I, we're probably a little bit more fortunate than you in terms of the draw. We've only got to get past um, Wales and Fiji, I think. But you've got um, South Africa and France on your side of the draw, don't you? So We've got the top five rugby nations in the world on our side of the draw. Only two of them mm. can get through. Looks like Australia and England. Two dog tucker teams at the moment, Angus. They're going to get through on the other side. Anyhow, good luck. You you might need all of it. Oh, we will. We'll still need plenty of luck. Don't worry. A- Angus Goodley Baird out of Rabobank Sydney office. Thanks for your time on the country. No worries. Always good to speak, Jamie.